where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, welcome to Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you for an hour. And uh, we got to capitalize on our time. We have to optimize this hour. Absolutely. And that's what we're going to do. Especially a little fun fact for no and tell for the audience here today. Jackson will be vacationing. He, uh, of course, is old money and his family... I believe your great-grandfather uh, bought a place uh, in the Hamptons. Southampton, yeah. And uh, you are going to the Hamptons for the weekend. Yeah, yep. Going to be doing some, uh, we have a clam bake on Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Crosby clam bake. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be doing a lot of that. Yachting. We'll right. be doing some yachting, clam bake to follow. So I've packed up my khaki shorts and my paisley shirts, and I'm ready to go. So you will not be here tomorrow um, can you leave a Rhino Shield mic drop breaking down tonight's game one between Jason Tatum, Shamanad, and the Celtics and uh, Steph Curry and Laze Dubs? Yeah, no, that's actually my plan. I'm oh gonna my leave. gosh, so you're going to do that from the Hamptons? Yeah, minute th- yeah, we got good Wi-Fi there. Uh, so minute and a half mic drop breaking down the game. It'll be late because Eastern time. So but it ain't, uh, ain't going to matter to no, you. No, 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 no. I'll be. Up until the buzzer sounds. Okay. Zero, zero, zero. All right. Well, so Jackson will not be here tomorrow. He's going to be in the Hamptons. That's right. Uh, your thoughts on that 65780, Air Comfort Service text line. Matt Rocchio, who ran the board on TMA for a couple of years and now is the producer extraordinaire of Carriker and Smallman, is going to be in here. Uh, and I just don't know if he's got the NBA chops that you have. So he doesn't. I think the people will be waiting for your mic drop right. from the Hamptons. Right. People are really going to look forward to it when I can just ruin their days, even when I'm not here, which is obviously my goal. Rocchio's got a, a good knowledge, but I think my mic drop will really put into perspective. I'm going to say it's 90% you're actually going to leave a mic drop. Oh, I will. I will. Yeah. 100%. We've only played one in the five, six months we've been doing. I don't even know how many months. 50% of them will be months. me. That's right. 50% of my 50% will be de-dotum, <laughs> yep. giving a Jawan Howard take. Uh, you are welcome to leave one. Jackson won't play it. It's the Rhino Shield mic drop. Uh, coming up on today's show, we have Dan McLaughlin joining us at 1045. Dan, Dan McLaughlin with us. So the Cardinals begin a five-game series in Chicago. Man, I got some friends going up to Chicago this weekend. Yeah, that'd be a good... That's like perfect... It's going to be jelly. It's a perfect weekend oh, to do it. Oh, it's glorious. Yeah. It's going to be a pony. Yeah. Why aren't you going to Chicago? I know, I know. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, 24 years old, single, yeah, and you're going to the Hamptons. Yeah, right, the Hamptons. Uh, yeah, actually, it's funny. A bunch of my friends from Chicago will be joining me in the Hamptons. What are they doing? Right, I know. Uh, What's well, going on with you guys? What is this? Well, how many ladies are going to this house in the Hamptons? Yeah, none are going to be joining us with us. But w- once we get there, wow, they'll come for the clam. How many gentlemen are going to be? 
Oh, double digits. And then they're all go, oh. <laughs> but well, they're all going to come to the clam bake. We We're go. going to have like a neighborhood wide clam. I think bake. I might just read text for the next forty minutes until McLaughlin joins us because <laughs> Jackson is a spoiled brat, just like we thought. That's from the six three six. That's right. Of course, Ledoux Jackson Jackson's going to the Hamptons. That's from the three one four. Rockio is going to Wally Pip Jack Snob. Yeah, That's from the six three six. I'm going to Wally Pip, and then who else is going to ruin my self esteem? <laughs> At least a mic drop will be played tomorrow. That's from the six one eight. Do you? have your ascot ironed that's from the 636 yuppie with exclamation points that's from the 636 you don't wear ascots in the summer clip that off you don't wear ascots he is little harvard i always knew it's the hamptons and clam baking makes sense yeah yeah big surprise (laughs) lil piddles is headed to boston instead of wrigley you're going to boston as well this guy doesn't know where the hamptons are if I was going to the, the Cape, if I was going Cape Bear, maybe Martha's Vineyard, which I've also spent time in, then uh, then I would be going to Boston. <laughs> guys, but... what kind of trip is this where there's double-digit guys crowded together at home? In the Hamptons, I too. actually, I'm a little, I've, they truly are going to be double-digit guys in a home? That's yeah. what this is? Oh, yeah. What are you guys doing? We do like a trip a year with all my but friends. What do you from do? I get that. I understand it's a trip, but what do you do? Golf, golf one day. Uh, enjoy some libations. Are there ten beds? <laughs> There's definitely plenty of couches. I'll have a bed, of course. We'll do, but uh, right. some of my friends might have to couch it or maybe even air mattress it. But that's Hampton living for you. We have a uh, croquet match on Sunday. So you're playing golf and then croquet. God, yeah. this is so relatable. It's, uh, I mean, if you want this life. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, we were sitting uh, as uh, Randy and Michelle were wrapping up the program, and I heard Randy talk about, you know, we don't argue often. And I'm like, oh, man, what'd they argue about? Yeah. And then I come in here, and they were arguing over vanilla ice cream versus chocolate. But then I saw Michelle's uh, Twitter poll and included was Rocky Road. And I and I asked Jackson, I said, what is, I, I've heard of Rocky Road, of course, uh, growing up in South City, you know, what, the way you eat ice cream in South City is you go to Ted Drew's and you just get frozen custard from, right. from whatever scraps that the Ledoux people leave behind. And you just slurp it out or you bring it home. Yeah, well, and you have an ice box. You don't have a refrigerator, of course. Right. We would have an ice box. And then we would, we would freeze it. And the next day, we would have the dregs from the Ledoux <laughs> and Huntley people who would right. visit Fre- us the only time burned. they would come into the quote-unquote neighborhood. That's how I got my ice cream slash frozen custard. So I'm aware of Rocky Road. Let me take a look at this here. Uh, which one of these options is the superior ice cream flavor? This is a Michelle Smallman Twitter poll. Vanilla chocolate Rocky Road. And her and Randy got in a heated discussion, I hear tell. I mean, ice cream... And well, she's pro-vanilla, she told me. Yeah, I, my, my dad's the same way. I'm a chocolate guy through and through. But what's Rocky Road? It's got marshmallows up in there. That sounds good to me. I love chocolate and marshmallow. That's like s'mores that ice really cream. Good to me. S'mores ice cream is really good. Yeah, I, I actually crackers. get that s'mores concrete at Ted Drew's. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, uh, but the problem is with me, and I know you're similar, is there's nuts in there. Well, you're going to enjoy nuts this weekend, but I, I personally... Don't enjoy nuts in my ice cream. I I would I would avoid that. Yeah, I, I just it's I don't like a crunchy topping. Smooth toppings prefer. Thank you. Right. But I'll get occasionally a nice a nice little pumpkin pie. 
pumpkin pie concrete, and I enjoy the pie crust in the pumpkin pie concrete. Yeah. So is that is that hypocritical? Is that a double no. double standard that I enjoy the texture of the pie concrete and my pumpkin pie concrete, but yet I don't enjoy the texture of the night in my in my ice cream? No. Here's the difference. Okay. A pie crust will soften with the moisture of the ice cream. Mm. A nut has structural integrity. It's not softening at all. You got a it's a there's a hard nut in there and there's nothing you can do about it. Vanilla ice cream is the name of Jackson's Hamptons crew. That's from the six three six. You guys have a name for your this trip? Yeah. Yep. And you call it vanilla ice cream? Let yep. me see who's winning Michelle's Twitter poll. I think if I have to vote because I'm anti nut I will be voting chocolate, but I have to be honest, it's not like I hate vanilla. No, I don't hate vanilla. I, and it just depends on my mood. Uh, wow, vanilla shipping at 47.4%. 819 votes, 819 Gallup poll uh, voters. Yeah, I once got vanilla accidentally. I ordered chocolate, but I was given vanilla. And I was honestly down in the dumps about it until I ate it, and I was like, wow, actually, this is really good. Which goes to show you that ice cream is ice cream. Let's be honest here. It's all delicious. No need to... Be divisive over ice cream. I am sure Ledoux boy is getting his private jet gassed up for the boys' weekend of setting money on fire and laughing at the middle class. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We don't even go LaGuardia or JFK. We just go. You go Teeterboro. Yeah. Right yeah, in I there. You guys go Teeterboro. I yep. always knew that that was the way yep. that you would yep. go we'll in. Just... You'd hang out in Manhattan for brunch. Yeah. We'll get brunch, brunch, and then uh, cars, Hell's Kitchen. Car service, car service. Or helicopter, depending on the situation. Yeah. Helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. And probably just to beat the traffic, we'll take the copter. <laughs> I, All I, while watching NBA and leaving mic drops. Right. That's what you're doing on this 12-man, two-bedroom <laughs> trip to the Hamptons. Yep. Absolutely. It's going to be really wild. <laughs> Guys, as soft as Boy is, <laughs> I'm not surprised he doesn't like crunchy toppings. He seems like a flaccid kind of guy. That's from the 618. Hey, man. How Karen-y does Jackson get when they give him the wrong ice cream flavor? I put it. I'm actually so anti-confrontation that you could just give me like a cup with nothing, and I'd be like, "All right." I guess a lot I of confrontation if you want to open up the uh, Air Comfort Service text line. Yeah, well, I see it's right there, but you're not looking at it. Yeah, now you are. Now you just looked at it, and now it's going to own your soul. It's, it's just a bunch of people who clearly have never experienced make... the kind of lifestyle you are able to experience. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't relate to it. I I'm s- Tam Avenue all day. Yeah, I summer in the Hamptons. When the place at the Hamptons, let's say, like another family member wants to use it. We just go up to the Cape, maybe Nantucket, Martha's Vineyard, if sure. we're really slumming it. Of course. Yeah, that's 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 a step down. It is. Uh, here on the radio program today, Dan McLaughlin at 1045. Uh, I know he'll have a passionate take on Jackson's weekend in the Hamptons. Uh, and Jackson actually has sent over a couple questions that have have provoked. Woo! You really have. I, I, I do. I have to tip my cat. Now, I don't like how you talk down to me and right. talk down to the audience with mm-hmm. your old money, but the questions you come with on a regular basis are... Uh, are, are I'm gonna, I'll go Gallup polling here. Sure. Uh, given the historical context of the situation, how do you see the next step of the Live Golf Tour and PGA playing out? Do you think we can see a successful counter to the PGA Tour with Live Golf? What will the implications be from a legal standpoint if the PGA bans participants of Live? There is a there is one of Jackson's questions. 
What is your opinion on trading away aging superstars for draft picks? We've seen it work out for teams like the Rams and then bite teams in the ass the other way. See the 2022 Celtics. You talk about the 2014 trade that led to... Uh, yeah, 2013 when they got Nets. essentially that Tatum and Brown. Uh, obviously, context is important, but overall, are you in favor of giving up proven all-star level talent for future draft picks or vice versa? Uh, then this one is there's a disclaimer on it. Maybe an odd question, but how do you think the way headlines in sports or otherwise are written affect narratives around sports? I've read headlines for a few years now that are somewhat misleading, and then later read narratives painted from the headlines instead of the article. Do you think this furthers the spread of misinformation or painting people or situations in false lights? That's my personal favorite, but I will do what the people want sure. me to do. Yeah. Uh, what do you think would be the long-term effects of implementing a salary cap floor in Major League Baseball? Do you think it would encourage teams to compete more and possibly limit tanking? And what are some common mistakes of novice sports gamblers? What is the difference between someone who bets on the side and someone who makes bets for a living? I am intrigued by that one. So those are the five that you have presented for the people. You wanted to spend time breaking down the Celtics and Warriors and where you should brunch on Sunday in in the Hamptons. And I said, I think you ought to come up with some sports questions. Right. We only have an hour. Let's maximize it. And I bucked. I didn't like the response from you, but I... Begrudgingly sent them. And you sent them over. All right, what do you want? I'm going to the people. You can vote 65780. I'll go any direction uh, you would like. 65780, Dan McLaughlin, talking about the Cardinal sweep and the five game series. I mean, what a glorious thing. The weather's supposed to be super nice in Chicago. Five games at Wrigley Field. If you're headed up there, God bless you. Yeah, seriously. Uh, 65780, your uh, answer is uh, welcome. Your preference is welcome. Dan's coming up at 1045. You're listening to Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. There is a new show name recommendation. We have diversified the show names. South City in the Hampton. Oh, that's pretty good. Kind of like that. Yeah, that's solid. Really like I think that. it's indicative. Especially of the... since Hampton Avenue is really what right. purses through Southside. Absolutely. I'm wear- I'm actually wearing a South City t-shirt. Today. I saw that. That's that? great. Like yeah, that? I like that a lot. Uh, all right. Uh, Dan McLaughlin's going to be with us here coming up in about 25 minutes talking about the Cardinals sweep of the Padres. That's legit, man. Oh, yeah. Take them down. That's a good baseball team. Best road record in the game. Noah Arnato had struggled throughout May. Calendar switched to June. Rake fest. Absolutely. Goldschmidt continues to do his thing. Do you call him Dak or do you call him Dakota? Dak. You go Dak. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Dak Hudson, dealing. It's oh, great. And to see. the uh, Cardinals get a sweep, and they are now two back of the Brewers, who lost in walk-off fashion last night to the Cubs. So the Cardinals at a season high, eight games over five hundred, and uh, you know what? They played some FBS teams, and they fared quite well on the homestand, five and two against the Brewers and the Padres. Tip of the cap. It's great to see. Uh, no Nolan Gorman yesterday, a little beat up. So uh, the Cardinals do it with the back end of a lineup that uh, does not have anybody hitting over 200, minus Harrison Bader, who's hitting in the double leadoff spot uh, at 250. But there are some rough uh, numbers down there at the bottom of the lineup. But nonetheless, the Cardinals are able to sweep the Padres. That was a game that I figured set up for the, okay, it's a getaway day. we got to play five games in four days. Padres are heading to Milwaukee. Let's see if we can knock this out in about an hour and 50 minutes. one nothing, And I saw it was one nothing going into the sixth inning. And I thought to myself, my goodness, I left money on the table again. I already have seen this over the years. I know how this plays out. And then we saw some offense. I doubt it covered the over. 
Still probably covered the under. You just probably got a sweat. I would imagine the total was seven and a half. If I had to guess, Jackson, if I, no. if I had to, oh, is it? Was it? No, I have no idea. But uh, <laughs> I just said, yeah. I kind of floated in. Now I was thinking about that clam bake. <laughs> I mean, you just. I mean, you just what you what you just did there right there was you lied to the people. You lied to the people. The over under was eight and a half. Yeah, so I was wrong. That's on me. I'll take it. But the 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 under still did cover if you were operating on the premise that I've operated on that on getaway days where both teams have to fly out of town they just again it's a coincidence that they're yeah. low scoring and yeah. it's just a total just total coincidence yeah, guys aren't phoning it in yeah. uh, guys is Jackson's place in the Hamptons close to George Costanza's <laughs> house will he be riding his horse as Snoopy and Prickly Pete you want to get nuts let's get nuts get some Hampton tomatoes for you. Uh, the question that I gathered based on scrolling through the text got the most response has to do with sports wagering. That one kind of surpri- surprises me that that's the winner, but hey, I'm all for it. I'm Absolutely. happy to talk sports wagering. Uh, and I like, let's let's break it down. What are some common mistakes of novice sports gamblers? What is the difference between someone who bets on the side and someone who makes bets for a living? Well, somebody who makes bets for a living, you, you're, I mean, how many of those people are out there in the United Very States? Few. Yeah, it's a like real, like I'm not talking about guy who doesn't have a job who's <laughs> betting teasers and parlays. Yeah, right. You know, somebody who actually is living like the Billy Walters lifestyle, right. right, and cracking the code. So, because of my poker experience, uh, and, and I've played in the World Series of Poker main event five times in Las Vegas, usually at this time of year before we had children, uh, my wife and I would spend about two weeks in Las Vegas around Memorial Day, and then we go back out for the main event for 4th of July. I didn't realize how good I had it at the time. I really didn't uh, because I'd be playing poker. And a lot of those guys are math geniuses, and now a lot of those guys have gotten into daily fantasy sports. And what I have found, and this is something that I didn't even know existed, honestly, um, that some guys are not allowed to bet, or there are limits on the amount that they can bet. Mm -hmm. And so they have to hire runners to place the bets for them. It's crazy. That's how you know they know right. that you know. Right. Now, I'm not saying games are rigged at all. I am saying you can run mathematical projections, i.e. algorithms, and you can build it out to be profitable. That does not mean that you are hitting even three out of four. Um, I think the guy who won the contest in Las Vegas that the best handicappers play, and you, you won a million dollars, I think it's at Circa? I've yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple years. I remember someone saying something. Yeah, was seventy five percent against the spread, and that won him a million dollars. And you're you're not picking every game, right? I think you're picking five NFL games over the course of the season. Sixty five percent. Seventy five. This this year. That's yeah. Insanity. So picture that. I mean, I, I, even if you're not into the NFL, you're you know you can you can wrap your mind around that and think about how many times you're. And again, you get to pick the game, so right. you're not picking every game. And here is what I here's and, and I'm sure people who wager can make their here's ways to lose money, uh, parlays, yep. teasers, yep. Um, just betting because a game is on is is probably the first commandment of do not do this yep. in sports gambling. Here's what I've noticed from knowing a handful of people 
who I who are actually capped or not allowed to bet at places. And again, I, I it's not me. I only know them because I would play in these poker games and and I would be aware of them. And then I got to know of kind of this little world, uh, even though I was watching and living vicariously through these people. What they do more often than not is they will take an underdog that is getting points, not like you know the, what the Texans were you know, garbage last year, not taking the Texans, for example, against a powerhouse team, but more of an even matched kind of a Dolphins Jets kind of, yeah, yeah, middle of the road team that's getting points where they've run the algorithm and it says they're going to win, you know, 49% of the time. And then if you get points, now you're you're in a spot where you're going to cover, you know, more than way more than not. For example, here's an example on the sports wagering front. My buddy, I call him the wizard, Mm -hmm. kills it in Daily Fantasy, kills it in Daily Fantasy. He's become a millionaire playing Mm -hmm. Daily Fantasy. Usually it's golf. Uh, Sent me numbers this morning, right, when the memorial tipped off to show me who are the highest owned players uh, this this week for Jack Nicklaus's tournament in Ohio. Uh, He um, texted me about a year or so ago. There was a game in Oakland. And he goes, hey, I know you like to just throw something on something every once in a while. And he goes, I've run the projection for this game, and I don't know what happened if they messed up the the total, as in the over-under, but I've got this going over 71% of the time, and so just because it stands out to me that it's that egregious, I just thought I'd let you know. It covered the over in the second inning. So I, it, here's the thing. I don't know, I don't know the how, because I don't. I, right. I have no idea how to do that. I just know, I know it isn't a, I've heard about, I know, I know it exists. What I find with people when they're losing, in particular on betting football, uh, it's their betting favorites and their betting overs. Mm -hmm. That to me is one of the ultimate signs of a square, a losing better. Mm -hmm. Um, that That is the tell. So if you like to bet, and we're talking football specifically here, and you're betting overs, and you're betting uh, favorites, my guess is you're a losing gambler. But here's the thing. Most people are losing sports gamblers. Oh, it's yeah, just yeah. when you talk with somebody, they don't want to say that, and they go, yeah, I'm about even, or I'm up a little bit. It's always and, even. You know, it's, it's to me, uh, when you get in a spot where you're like, okay, okay, I'm down whatever number it is that you make that gives you a little, makes your heart rate pick up, and then you're like, okay, what's... Who's playing at 7 o'clock? Okay, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. God, I get, they score a lot of points in the Big 12. I know nothing about either one of them. I'll just take the over. The chase. Oh, my God, the chase. Yep. That's right, Jackson. The chase. The chase. Monday the chase. Night football. Yes, the ultimate chase. Oh, yeah. The everything is in. You're thinking about it at work all day. You don't want to talk to your wife about it. You will not be talking to your kids at all because you are making the decision on how to try to get out of the hole from the weekend on the Monday night game, oh, it gives me chills because I've been there. Yeah, oh. that's br- it's, oh. Yeah, you can't be doing it. And then, yeah, it's like a 0-6 six, oh six Sunday, and you're like, well, I can just take everything I bet on those six games and put it all on the over of this, you know, Jets-Dolphins game and mm-hmm. just pray mm. pray that Tua's got an arm on them. Mm. Uh, let's see. Arbitrages are big. Guaranteed profit on division races slash horse racing. Are you a horse racing guy? I'm so confused. Like whenever the I derby comes that around, there's a science to that. I, 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 for real, there is. Yeah. Um, but I'm not. I'm not aware of the science. Right. I can be. I have been a winning poker player. 
The problem for poker players is they start gambling because especially back in the day, they would have to be in Las Vegas and there's so many things that can distract you, gambling and otherwise, yeah. uh, ladies, narcotics and such, that then all of a sudden, even though you're profitable playing poker, that you get messed up and, and now you're betting on, you know, if the car coming around the corner is going to be dark or light and next thing you know, you're betting double or nothing on it and you're going, oh my God, there go my poker profits. Yeah. So there is a science to the game mathematically, and my understanding is there is a science to horse racing, but for real, I have no idea how to I'm, handicap. Yeah, it's so, I, even that's like the names of the bets, like uh, I don't know what any of those are or anything like that. And it's um, so confused always because I see it on Twitter with the K Kentucky Derby people like putting up their bets. I'm like, I don't know what half of that means. I used to pay those stupid guys that said they had information. Uh, that comes from Jeff here. Boy, I like that name. Yeah, Jeff here. Uh, Touts, right? Touts. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you. <laughs> this is something my father probably doesn't want me to share. Maybe on HD2, he'd be more comfortable with it. Right. But, you know, if I'd be over at my parents' house, I go, I guess I'll answer the phone for him. And then it's some asshat, <laughs> you know, sounds like Don Corleone on the other end. And he goes, hey, Tim here? And I go, this is Tim, because we share the same name, different sure. middle names. That's, that's new money. I know you guys are thirds and fourths and right, all that. Yeah, I'm, and I'm the seventh. And, uh, <laughs> and he goes, who do you like tonight, dolphins or jets? I don't know. I don't know. Why? Who are you? Why are you, <laughs> why are you calling? I'm over here for Labor Day. Uh, I got I got inside. We're on dolphins and, and jets tonight. If you want to call this number, I can give you the inside word. I'm going. Oh my God! What what has happened here? What is? Do I need? Do we need to host an intervention while I'm over for the barbecue? Yeah, it's crazy. When a tout is calling the house, that's also a sign that it's gotten away from us. Right. God the call almighty. is coming from a tout. <laughs> On Labor Day, yeah. we're just having a nice little barbecue. The grandkids are here. And you know, yeah. If you got to step away to take Bruno a call Italians from a on the line. <laughs> if you got to step away to take a call from a tout, yeah. God Almighty, what Time what happened here? How did it get away from us? Yeah, I was under the impression he was putting five dollars on overs on the T Wolves. <laughs> the next thing I know, we got a tout calling the house. All right, we got to take a break. Dan McLaughlin's coming up at uh, ten forty-five. You're listening to Balloon Party, one hundred and one ESPN. Good man, Balloon Party, one hundred and one ESPN, now known as Lil Yachty and <laughs> Lil Boat. Uh, Hampton and South City. Or no, the Hamptons and South City. South City and the Hampton. That's right. Because you are heading to the Hamptons immediately. You're going from Spirit to Teterboro. You will be on the ground in New York City by 2 o'clock Central. Right. And then, yeah, maybe quick lunch in Hell's Kitchen. And then. Oh, you're going to uh, go to Hell's Kitchen. You're going to go to the West Side. Interesting. Yeah, probably. Maybe uh, Beat Packing District, Chelsea. And then uh, we'll have a car service. Are you making things up now? We'll just have a car service take us to Southampton. Starting to get skeptical of the whole thing. Uh, hey, guys, the last segment was damn good. People like the gambling talk. Well, I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy to abide. Yeah. Tim, there is nothing more exciting than when you're trying to hit that NHL spread and the goalie is pulled. That is real excitement. Yeah, yeah that's a... Yeah, that's a nice play. You have to always factor that in with the overs and unders. You're like, well, I think they could score five goals. The over under is six and a half, but where's that? How many so empty you can't live bet it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And like in a game like the game six with the Blues and Avalanche, where they score with five seconds left, if you have that, not, there's no time for an empty net. So it's 
Well, they take the goalie out, but you're not going to score. Yeah, that uh, that's that's got to be the ultimate uh, sweat or an over and under, and it's garbage time in college basketball or right. Jackson's Association. Uh, that would be another example. I enjoy it. The key is, and this is what they would always say in poker too, is bankroll management. Yeah, that if you can do that, and if you go, okay, I've got whatever your number is. I know this is a number that won't resonate with Jackson, but the the audience is really made up of more my people, my people. I relate to the people. Jackson's going to to New York and the Hamptons this weekend and bragging about it and leaving mic drops here on the station for NBA clothing takes. my way out of here. Yeah, exactly. High stepping. Uh, that if it, so, let's say we have a hundred dollars and we're flush this weekend. You go, okay? I really like the Cardinals in the Wainwright start game. You know, that's 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 my play. Or I like the under on the Cardinals and Cubs because uh, the wind is blowing in, the hawk is up, and it's blowing right. in right. off the lake in Chicago. All right, so what am I going to do? I'm not going to bet all $100 there. So you price it out to, like, unit sizes. And so if you have 100 then one unit would be $10. That way you're you're managing the bankroll, and you don't get in a spot where you go, into your pocket that's the key now i realize it might not give you the same dopamine rush as going double or nothing but that's the key and then if you do hit then take half out and keep half in see what i'm saying bankroll management it's not necessarily fun it's like working on your short game in golf it's not the fun it's not the fun of grabbing driver and just hitting you know bombs but jackson if you want to be profitable bankroll management. No, it's key. All right. It's very much key. And then sometimes I get into a bad habit of player props. I really like betting player props. And sometimes it's great. Other times you can get a little dangerous. I I feel more confident with that, though, than I do like an over-under. Over-under, I feel like, sometimes can just be kind of like, especially like sports, like high-scoring sports like basketball. It's like, you know, a 1% difference in shooting percentage can be the whole difference. Uh, Tim, I love the show as always. Did Action Jackson really graduate from college? Thanks. It's from the three one. I did. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't. Right. Actually. Right. That's why I'm going to the Hamptons. <laughs> yeah, right. Had I graduated from the University of Missouri Journalism School, I too would be in Teterboro in two and a half hours. Yeah. But I still have those eight credit hours, and yeah. therefore they don't allow me to right. fly private. We could still we could we get that finished up in a summer though. Nobody cares about the Zags, Jackson. That's from the three one four. I did I did catch that while I was over here scrolling and i'm like oh god jackson just updated drew timmy's status at gonzaga god, i mean all you're doing here what you're doing is you're taunting the people what about patty maroon losing last night to the broadway blue shirts i caught a lot of hell for being on the broadway blue shirts if you recall oh, oh yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah that was, that, that was i was on the broadway blue shirts hot, against the, the hurricanes hot tender guys gotta ride the hot tender and, well i mean they're just they, these teams and that's the thing there's just something to it it's not limited to to the stanley cup playoffs we've seen it in baseball the cardinals have certainly been an example of that with both of their world championships this century and they've been on the receiving end of it with uh their i think everybody would agree their best team in 2004 you ran into a hot red sox team and that's the way that it works but these broadway blue shirts and they're just ridiculous at home I know you, I, I am asking the people because I'm not going to bother asking Jackson, but if you had to pick a Stanley Cup matchup, what would you like to see? I mean, I know where I am as much as I'm on the Broadway blue shirts beating Carolina. It doesn't, you know, that was just one series. I want to see Patty Maroon against the Avalanche. Yeah, I was thinking you are going to, yeah. I think that's, I'd probably say that's the consensus. Maybe Oilers, Lightning. Maybe actually, I don't know, because New York, know. the Rangers are popular, and then 
McDavid, a lot of people want to see him play in the Stanley Cup Finals. But speaking of uh, the wagering thing, I woke up this morning and I looked at the line on tonight's Avalanche game, and I really don't like. I don't want to bet them because I don't necessarily want to be invested in their success. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw their minus one seventy tonight, and it's minus four twenty five to sweep. And I'm like, man, I just, uh, I just, I just think they're in another class than Edmonton. I'm, I could be off the mark on this, and I think if Edmonton's going to want to play that game, and maybe they'll try to avoid the same type of thing that happened in Game One and in Game One against Calgary as well, and try to slow it down if they can even do that. Because I just feel like Colorado's going to go, okay, fine, we'll do that all day long. I just, I don't know. I know it's minus one seventy. I know that's a lot, but my goodness. For the record, I did not place the wager gotcha. because I did not want to be in a spot where I was going, oh, good, Colorado won, because I just don't have any love for that operation. I really don't. That's fair. I, I, I grew ill will, really almost more with the fans than actually the team, too. Yeah. You know, that's where yeah. I can, and actually the people who covered it uh, than anything more, not all of them, but some of them. All right, uh, Dan McLaughlin is going to join us. Talk about the Cardinals sweep the five-game series in Chicago over four days. Looking forward to talking it over with Dan. That's coming up next. You're listening to Balloon Party 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. It's 101 ESPN. Final segment of Balloon Party. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you here. BK and Ferrario take over at the top of the hour. And it is our pleasure to welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen, the great Dan McGlock. Good morning, Dan. Tell you what, I'm off to a good start today. Really good start. And what's what's got today off to such a great start? First of all, talked to Jackson, told him that he's doing a great job. I admire his work ethic. Yeah, I heard of accepting and the compliments during the commercial break. It's like a like I a he, fan club you have. Well, I think he does a great job. He does. Thanks, Dan. He does. I really appreciate that. He does indeed. And then uh, I just got off the phone with Chris May, the AD at SLU. He just called me out of the blue. We 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 talk probably once a month, and he says, "Hey, when's your golf tournament?" And I said, uh, second money in October. He goes, good. We didn't miss it. We want to donate season tickets for basketball because we're going to be really good this year, and uh, we want to support the event. And so now I got, I got. Uh, wow! How wonderful is that? Donate. That guy I've played nice in a golf to tournament. How long have you been doing that? Uh, Nineteen years. This Look will be twenty you. coming up. Wow! This will be number twenty coming up. Yeah, we'll go over five million dollars raised uh, with this one this year. That is Which outstanding. Is pretty cool. That is, yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not. It's it's really. It's a tribute to you, and it's an incredible accomplishment. By the way, this is something yes, I sir. probably could have just texted you, but since we're talking, uh, congratulations to your daughter. Um, she's. I, I don't know if you know this, Jackson. Uh, a hell of a golfer. Oh yeah, yeah I've seen that. And uh, Avery, right? And she was yes. playing uh, this this week in a tournament in the mix. And what? Only a sophomore, if I'm not mistaken, right? Well, that yeah. I, I thanks for. I usually don't talk a lot about my kids, about their accomplishments, which I, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I do. I guess sometimes I don't. But I was really proud of this one. So she played in the uh, the women's Metro. So there was the women. Yeah. And she was the youngest because she, she had won the Metro last year for the age group of, like, high schoolers as an eighth grader. So she won going into – uh, her freshman year, the whole thing last year. So she won the deal for like what the high school group was. That's outstanding so I, in itself. So I guess, yeah. So she kind of got like what would be a, maybe an exemption or something. I don't know, but they knew that she could compete and she finished in the top four. And that was against a lot of like high uh, college kids and, 
you know, kids that are playing college golf and some women and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of her. And I'm proud of my son who uh, was one stroke off of being All-State at, uh, for golf this year. He missed a two-footer to be All-State. Um, and I was proud of his response because I said, oh, man, it's tough, whatever. And he said, yeah, Dad, he goes, if you're going to be any good, you got to make two-footers. I said, well, that's Wow, how about that? Good. Very, very, very business-like. Yeah, look at that. I like that, yeah, he, man. He that's won, impressive. Yeah, he won, he won two really big high school events this year, and so those two are – I just was on the phone with my wife, and she said, um, I think I bit off a little bit more than I can chew because uh, she is going to be driving my daughter everywhere to play golf all over the country, and then uh, my son, who can drive, is driving everywhere. And then we have a couple other kids that are really busy and stuff too. And that's why um, she loves me because I'm in Chicago at a really nice hotel and uh, just opened up a Coke and uh, looking out on Lake Michigan. So other than that, it's all good. Oh, so good. Uh, well, you got it. I mean, I was looking at the forecast in Chicago for those uh, Cardinal fans. Yeah, what does it look like? It looks pretty glorious, man. I mean, it's like highs in the mid-70s and not a cloud in the sky today and tomorrow. Uh, Saturday for the doubleheader, no rain in the forecast, a little cool. Cooler, high 65 but this is a this is prime man this is yeah memorial day weekend and then you got a cardinals cubs weekend in chicago and i know a lot of people head on up there so you got uh, five games over four days it's gonna be a nut house yeah it's just gonna be great i mean that's the best it is and uh i have not been here i'm looking out seriously over lake michigan and it's it's gorgeous there's not a cloud in the sky right now and the temperatures aren't hot, but um, I I think we we have not been here, guys, since uh, at least the broadcast crew since 2019. Wow, yeah. Um, and so yeah, this is I, I I've heard they've done some renovations to like some of the press box at Wrigley. I haven't seen it. Um, and I just I was walking the streets last night and I saw some of the Cardinal fans on the Miracle Mile and. Yeah, I think this is going to be uh, one that uh, they're always fun. But, I mean, when you haven't been here in a while and you just get the excitement of that ballpark, and I, I don't care if the Cubs are good, bad, or different, or the Cardinals, it's just different, man. It's just a different um, type of series. The intensity seems to get ratcheted up a little bit, and it's it's just always fun. The fans make it great. So I'm really looking forward to tonight. And then, it's a, as you said, day game tomorrow doubleheader on Saturday and then Sunday night baseball. So it's going to be, we're going to walk out of here worn out. I bet it's going to be fun. Yeah, That's what it's all about, man. Five over four days, Cardinals and Cubs and Wrigley. And yeah, I hadn't even thought about it, but yeah, first time since uh, 2019 with fans uh, right there for the fun and games. What a great series and really a a, a damn good homestand to take uh, five of seven from two teams who will most likely be in the postseason in the Brewers in the sweep of the Padres. Anything in particular outside of the obvious, which was what Paul Goldschmidt is doing, uh, stand out to you from, from this homestand and the Cardinals' really strong performance, Dan? I'd say you'd have to look at Hudson yesterday yeah. and, and that, you know, the first inning we had a shot of, of skip and uh, Ollie and they, they did not look happy. And I can understand why it was almost 30 pitches, if not 30 pitches in that first inning by Hudson. And then he goes, what 18 in a row at one point. And that, that is that guy, man, he can be that good. So that stands out to me. Um, the bullpen work of Andre Pallante stands out to me. He had a couple of extended um, 
appearances in the series, and that was great. And I think the emergence of Drew Verhagen. So if you're looking to kind of mix and match, which I think we'll have a little bit of that this weekend, I don't know who's going to start on Saturday. You know, if you wanted to do a Packy Naughton start, you could do that and, you know, couple that with Palante or start Palante and bring in Packy or whatever you want to do. But those things are – it's kind of Robin Peter to, to pay Paul, right? So when you – when you have a really good reliever, and, and that's what Pallante is. This guy is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and you thrust him then and say, okay, we're, we want you to get, you know, if you can, three to four innings, maybe five. We're going to stretch you out. Well, then who takes the innings in the bullpen that he would have, right? So you, you've got to have somebody else step up. And maybe that's the Drew Verhagen appearance. Of, and he had a couple of key ones. He came in with the bases loaded against McCutcheon and got him to ground out with the Brewers. And that was a key spot. And then yesterday, coming in eighth inning, and in the extra inning game, coming in in the tenth and getting out of that. So those things are really important, and I think they're building blocks for what you may see and how they're used uh, going forward. So those were just some of the things. And I'd also have to say, and Goldie is the obvious one, but Arenado having a big day yesterday after hitting a you know sub two hundred. I know he's been working his. You guys, uh, you don't see it. This guy, man, he is so intentional with how he works. He is, he just works, 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 and grinds. And uh, he had been letting the ball get as deep as it can, and and trying to not jump at it because he's been out in front a little bit and fooled by pitches. And then yesterday was back to like, okay, you could see that the base was there and he wasn't jumping, and he was getting base hits and then the home run. So I think that's something to to build upon as we uh, look forward to this weekend. I want to get uh, your thoughts on on where the Cardinals are health-wise. A lot of guys to go through with that, but also an important part of the context of the successful homestand and taking three straight from the Padres and, and splitting with the Brewers is the Cardinals really didn't have a full allotment of players. Exactly. Uh, so that makes it more impressive. Um, your thoughts on, on where some of these guys are, how close they are. So O'Neill had a, a step backwards, Flaherty a step forwards. Uh, what are your thoughts and what do you know, Dan? Yeah, so I think, you know, Flaherty's going to go out on a rehab assignment, which is, that's huge. I mean, now you're starting to say, okay, now we're, we're getting it going. And here's something to think about. And uh, Brad brought up this point yesterday, and I think it was a really good one is do you bring him back fully stretched out, which he he probably wouldn't be anyway. But what I mean is, do you say, hey, are we better off? Uh, He makes a couple of rehab assignments or three, and he's, let's say, up to three to five innings. Are we better off bringing him up and letting him start and then trying to piggyback with somebody? That's something to think about. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Hicks' role, and, and maybe what you do is, piggyback him with Hicks, right? I mean, Hicks could go and give you two or three innings. Maybe if that uh, falls in the time period of those two guys coming back, that's something to think about. Um, You didn't mention Dylan Carlson. I talked to Dylan the other day. Uh, Feels great. He's been taking a ton of BP. And as he said to me, he goes, I just need to get a game or two with a rehab and test my hamstring and game related action because with an uh, you know you can run straight lines and do those things and you kind of feel it pull a little bit but if uh you know you got to cut or do something or you, all of a sudden you got to make that split second jump when you're in the outfield and all of a sudden boom it pops then you're in trouble so he's he's very close as you mentioned a little bit setback with O'Neal but generally speaking it looks like they're starting to get healthier and 
Uh, I'm with you. I, I think that the homestand was really good in the fact that you split with two really good teams. You'd rather win, but you split with Toronto and Milwaukee, but you took three against, I, I think it's going to be a really good Padre team. They can pitch. They're not hitting, but they can really pitch, and they're going to be in the thick of things. So, um, all in all, a pretty good homestand, and they're starting to get healthier, which is scary for the rest of the league because I think this team's pretty darn good. Uh, certainly exciting and great to see them do that, especially uh, over the last three games against the Padres. Opportunity here against the Cubs, and the Cubs helped the Cardinals out beating the Brewers last night. Five in Chicago over the next four days. Dan McLaughlin will be on the call, four of them. Dan, always enjoy the time. Thanks so much, sir. Enjoy the weekend in Chicago. And thanks for the kind words about my kids. Absolutely, you know, I man. That. Absolutely, Thank brother. You. All right, man. Take Thank it easy. All right, buddy. Talk to you. Dan McLaughlin thanks, with Dan. us here. We wrap up Balloon Party. BK and Ferrario are up next for Action Jackson, who is heading to uh, Spirit now and then straight to Tierraboro. That's right. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home-trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.